financial support for this podcast comes from Bo's Restaurant, located at 2304 Thomas Drive in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bo's is open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and offers some of the best food in the Florida Panhandle. For takeout orders or more information, give them a call at 850-775-1828. Also, from our friends at KL Skaggs Heating and Air, LLC, the next time you're in need of HVAC repairs, please consider giving them your business. Locally owned and operated with above and beyond service any time of the day. Call them anytime at 850-238-5414. There are many sports podcasts out there, but only this one is right on. All right, welcome in everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Right, like this is pretty dope. I'm Kyle Wright. I am here with Mr. Marcus Weisner. Show him, Marcus. What's going on, everybody? So I, obviously, if you're watching, thank you guys for watching us on Twitch and or Facebook. Uh, if you're already, if you're not following, make sure you're following Facebook, right on podcast or right on network, and then make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And right now, it's still right on sports. We'll be getting the right on network uh, social media pages up as well in the future. We're working on it, guys. I think every single one of us have like maybe one day off per week that we're trying to like proactively work on this, except for Mr. Atlas here. He's working endlessly on it, everything. Um, but we are also here with our other great co host, Mr. Nicholas Gurley. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> oh my goodness. You said you were. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. You know, we're about to body slam this thing. What did this say? What a disaster. Yep, that was, just, it was bad. He I just learned you, how though. to do all this, by the way. I he, did. He just I learned did. how to not destroy the microphones when he's screaming. I did. I did. Yeah, uh, guys, if you're watching, please, uh, if you're watching on or listening on Apple Podcasts, please, please leave us a review. It's really helping us get to the top of the queues. So please just give us a, 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 a good review or a bad one, whichever one you like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bad reviews are still reviews, I guess. I mean, you, the restaurants are on there, and it's kind of fun to read bad reviews sometimes. You go no to doubt. the restaurant pages, and it's just like, oh, the food was great. Service was great. They weren't wearing masks. One star. One star. Oh, yeah. Jerk. And the good thing is, is everybody feels that they can do sports better than everyone else. So yeah. Here we are. And I'm sure it's not going to be hard to do it better than us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, guys, we're broadcasting live, as Marcus mentioned, on Facebook, Twitch, and we are here in the Right On Studio, powered by Bose Meeting 2. Uh, always great to eat here at Bose. I bet, Marcus, I bet you're excited to finally be back uh, back up here to eat here. Dude, this is going to be great. I, y'all keep talking about it all the time, and plus on top of that, it's going to be nice to be with the boys finally. You know, actually do a couple episodes in, in the studio. Yeah, we got to set up a live stream for that night. Uh, just have a little party, man. It's it's exciting stuff. It really is. I'm glad to have us all here. No doubt. Absolutely. Nick, what'd you eat today? No, I had the pork chops. Finally gave in. Finally had the Wednesday special. Was that your first time, really? First time having the pork chops. You usually get the tri tops. I. W- yeah, that's the true. Dinosaur cuts. And, yeah, the dinosaur cut and the bustle spouts. The bustle spouts. Those, those, <laughs> those are the go gets. I'm telling you. Now I have never com- gone to Bose. And not gotten the Brussels spouts. You got to get the Brussels spouts. Like, all jokes aside, gotta like, get I'm going gonna, gonna to do gotta a little Jim Halpert here and look into this camera for a second. If you come to Bo's restaurant and you don't get the Brussels sprouts, just just don't. I don't know. I, I don't want to tell him not to come. If, if you come here and don't get the Brussels sprouts, you're really missing out. No doubt. 
Back to you, Nick. No doubt. But I had the Brussels sprouts, and I had the collards. What about you? I see you got some hot sauce here. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to show the brand because they're not paying us. So yeah. if you want me to show the brand, throw us a little something. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the old creepy little halpert into the camera. You I know, guess it's going to work right. like that, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, I had the Wednesday special as well, fried pork chops. I mean, collard greens, Caesar salad. I basically took that hot sauce by name redacted brand <laughs> and uh, put it all over the pork chops and on the collard greens. And oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Now, I don't know how I'm going to feel in about an hour, but right now, I feel pretty good. It's a good thing we started this episode as soon as we got done eating, which, <laughs> by the way, my parents came. Yeah, yeah. My how parents did, liked it. As a matter of fact, I meant to ask you about that. How did they think? What did they think? They, they liked it. They enjoyed it. Uh, and my mom, you know, old southern southern woman, is all about some fried chicken, and she liked it. She said it was, everything was pretty good. Uh, my dad, my dad just eats. My dad eats everything, so he liked it as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he's a lot like me. When you're the guy that eats everything, I guess I mean uh, it's hard. Not to, it's hard to find stuff you don't like. That's right. For damn sure. That's right. All right. So today's agenda. Uh, obviously, we're on no sleep till baseball. We're on part five of this whole thing. Uh, the National League Central. We're almost done with this, which is kind of exciting uh, in a way to be almost done because it, what we've learned doing this is that baseball is a total drag if you're not talking about your team these days no doubt if you're not talking about your team or mike trout imagine how i feel baseball is pretty rough i've had to wait five weeks now you gotta wait till next yeah, but week nobody wants to talk about the braves though right hey, no. hey, hey watch it watch it watch it marcus has funnest some, uh, team there Funnest team in the MLB. Mark you know has it. some cool stuff in store for you next week. I'm really excited to hear about all of it. <laughs> um, uh, Kyle signed a non-disclosure agreement, so he can't he can't discuss this on or off air. No, yeah, I did, I did. I'm excited though. <laughs> it's gonna be funny. But uh, watch it again. Like I told you last week, I will drive to Tampa. I'm not afraid. I got a company car, free gas. I'm free. coming. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, let's go. I wonder if they'll sign off on that. Like, I wonder if they'll just be like, yeah, yeah, free. You gotta go kick somebody's yeah, ass in Tampa. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I'm gonna sell some bread too, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go whoop somebody's ass and sell some bread. There you go. Uh, we're we're tinkering with the camera. Like Already. we didn't sit here for two here hours we before we started. Here we go. Oh man. Who, who was this? Who was this guy doing this? This like, is Atlas. Name redacted. On, Name redacted. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's what we're doing today, guys. We're doing the National League Central, which is I'm pretty excited about because it's my division finally, right? Like today, I get to finally just destroy the Cincinnati Reds on this show. And uh, I thought you were a Cubs fan. Oh yeah, you could shut your damn mouth. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, that's not a thing. That that that's not a thing. By the way, I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. For those who don't know, so I'm excited to talk about this division and uh, just talk about how my Reds are going to be one of the worst teams in this division. And a lot of people are not going to agree with that. And I think that um, I, I put this in a National League Central trash talk group. And there's a lot of Reds fans in there, and I know I'm going to get some heat for a lot of things that I'm going to say. Not today, though, because I'm pretty certain me and me and Marcus are probably on the same page with you. Okay. I mean, not not from you guys necessarily, but from a lot of the other Reds fans out there. Like, it, it's I'm gonna get some heat. See, but I think that's the difference in ha being able to talk about sports, being able to take the negative with your actual team. Yeah, I mean, your teams honestly have gone through some very big ups. Yeah, and some massive lows. 
very and you have been yeah and you have been able to talk about the ups and the downs so yeah respect i mean so here's what i've been through guys and just to kind of go through a little personal personal uh side story of my teams i've recently been able to see the tampa bay lightning win the stanley cup which is really cool the miami heat made the nba finals last year um after winning two you know going to four in a row back in the, the early 2010s and winning two of them so had some success with miami also had some pretty rough years i'm a miami dolphins fan probably don't need to go any further than that <laughs> you guys get <laughs> yep. it i'm hurting we 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 have our best year in like eight years and we don't make the playoffs 10 wins that sucks um then we go to Florida State, seen a national championship very recently, more recently than Florida, of course. I uh, okay. just want to make sure we get that out there. Okay. Uh, Florida's closer, but we've had it more recently, so <laughs> I get that. That's all I have. Um, for now, Florida State's obviously a shit show, disaster, garbage, dumpster fire. Hopefully getting hey, better. Or a basketball school now. That's very true. Sweet 16, baby. And I was going to go there next. Florida State basketball is in the Sweet 16. But the thing that has remained constant over the years is the Cincinnati Reds being just absolute ass. And, I mean, this is something that's been eat, – it's eaten me alive, man. Like, this team has made decisions where I have literally questioned everything that I know about being a loyal sports fan. Everything. Everything that I know about being a, lo a loyal sports fan. I have thought about just doing the whole Kevin Durant and hashtag my next journey and like picking a new baseball team, <laughs> picking a new baseball team. Like I have literally thought about doing it, but enough about me. Let's talk about the rest of the national league central. So Marcus, I'm going to start with you here. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to obviously go through the standings from last year and just talk a little bit about each team, but a quick little cliff note here on the side. Fun fact, uh, four teams from this division made the playoffs last year. Obviously the playoffs were expanded to eight teams, national league and American league, uh, 60 game season. We had a universal DH. We do not have that now, of course. But oh, such a stupid idea. They should have kept that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. that. That's a that's a pretty fair take for sure. Uh, so, just a little fun fact: four teams from that division made the playoffs last year. The Reds, Brewers, Cardinals, and Cubs all made the playoffs. All got knocked out in the first round. Mm -hmm. But only five games divided first place from fourth place, which is pretty incredible. Only five games from first to fourth. And what was the separation between them and the Pirates? Uh, I think <laughs> actually, like about 15 games from first to worst. Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty rough in a 60-game season if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll start with the Cubs here. And I want to start with you here, Marcus. Um, okay. Obviously, the Chicago Cubs won the division last year. But is this the year that the Cubs finally move off of Chris Bryant? So that's a – it's an interesting question because, I mean, if you look at their roster throughout, obviously, since they won the World Series, um, it seems like that they've been less competitive, even though they won the division. They just seem like they've been less competitive. I mean, they still got Anthony Rizzo. Their pitching, their, their starting rotation is not bad. Um, their outfield, as we mentioned before, um, or mentioned off the air, they signed Jock Peterson. So that's, I mean, he was a massive, massive power hitter for the Dodgers I don't know why the Dodgers didn't keep him maybe because they just had too much too much out there but he's a, he's a fantastic player uh Ian Happ is a great center fielder that they're having Jason Hayward was a he's like he's on and off but when he's on I mean uh Nick can contest when he was with Atlanta he was he was pretty good he was um, yeah he was very good especially defensively I mean he wasn't as good as he was supposed to be offensively yeah. but Still a great player. I actually remember yeah, I um, going – I'm sorry to cut you off, Marcus. Um, I actually remember going to Atlanta uh, his rookie year when, obviously, he was, like, the next big thing. Like, he came out, they were selling Jason Hayward shirts. Like, I bought one. I was, like, really excited because this was uh, – went to watch him play the Cubs. And it was 
I don't know. Like it, he, I don't think he ever really lived up to that hype. But he's been a pretty mm-hmm. consistent player since he's gotten to the he, league. He never did live up to that hype. And I think his biggest thing was is that his swing is a power swing, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't hold that much power. Right. I mean, yeah, honestly, he, he just he, his swing is so long that it, you would think that he would crank forty home runs a year. He just doesn't. He's like he, he's kind. He's like a better version of Chris, of what Chris Davis wanted to be. Like, you know, when Jason Hero actually hits the ball, like, he hits it. Chris Davis just doesn't do that. You know what I mean? No, yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah. So, as far as if you're going to ask my opinion on whether this is the year that he does that he does get traded, my answer is yes. Um, one of the reasons is is this is his last, the last year of his contract. He's owed $19.5 million this year. Next year, he's an unrestricted free agent. Mm. Uh, in, base, in baseball – if you're unrestricted free agent, your career might end. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah, no doubt. I mean, I mean, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado didn't get signed until three weeks before opening day, and this is one of those things where if uh, Theo Epstein, if he, you know, keeps doing what his magic is, and when you know when his time in Chicago is now, and when he was in Boston, he always made the moves at the right time. I think this will be the year that you're going to start seeing some, a lot of teams that are going to like maybe go all out go all in for you know a world series um i mean it sounds weird to say but you might see a team somehow the padres can make a move for it and do a little shuffling around you know they might be able to put you know move machado move machado short and then have you know tatis jr maybe play second or move you're not gonna uh, move Chris tatis Bryant. come on now that, I mean, that yeah, but, no way that happens. but does tatis start opening day because he's hurt like I, yeah, I but mean. it's but it's one of those things. It's, it's Nick. If it's one of those things where if you if you can just you know be a manager where you can have Chris Bryant, Manny Machado, I'm putting him in left field. And, and, I mean, and, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not moving. I'm not moving Machado or Tatis. If Chris I'm Bryant going to get play uh, he, he left field first, he can play oh, okay. first. That's that's yeah. actually a secondary okay. position. But are they going to give up their first baseman? That's the thing. But but it's going to be a team that's going to want to go all in for. They can like kind of guarantee that World Series. Like they're going to push for. The competitiveness they're not just going to take in a 19 and a half million dollar contract from somebody for maybe half a season and he just signs elsewhere um but i, I do think this will be the year that he gets traded yeah the, o- the only thing that i would disagree about is i still find that the cubs are still in it so i mean honestly they're gonna have to get maybe they trade him for a pitcher but that means they're gonna have to trade him to somebody who's not in contention Right. I mean, but he turns – he's 29 now, so – but and then his contract ends, he'll be almost 30, which in baseball, it's hit or miss after like 33, 34. So it's a matter of is I think Chicago going to want to give him a six-year deal, seven-year deal for a lot of money, or are they just going to say, you know what, hey, thanks for your time. You know, appreciate you being with the organization since, you know, 2013, but that's it. We don't we don't need you anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see I don't him. how that's going to work. I don't see him being on the team, but I just don't see anybody else out there trying to get him. I really don't. I don't see where he's going to go. Well, uh, I'm sorry to cut you no, off there, but what, what are you gonna what are you gonna give up for Chris Bryant? Because you gotta you gotta keep that in the back of your mind that like these kind of guys they are you gonna trade him for to get him for one year? Because you unless you get like a sign and trade kind of thing, like obviously yeah. that I mean that's always an option for these kinds of for these kinds of deals. But if you're gonna pull this kind of guy in, you. you you don't want to give up too much knowing that you're going to pull him in and maybe only get a half a season out of him before he decides to go test the market. I could I right. could see somebody like I mean honestly, the Atlanta Braves are missing. I mean Austin Riley has been a good prospect and he's been doing mm-hmm. fairly well right. in the, in the ML, but he he's not Chris Bryant. He's not Chris Bryant. Right. So I could no. see with us having to compete with the Mets, which I'll talk a lot more about that next week, right. but 
I could see where Chris Bryant could get us to where we're maybe right there with the Mets to being the head over head over the hills favorite. Honestly, I think they like a team that just came to mind right now. Maybe the Philadelphia Phillies, and I say that good because pick too. Him, and Bryce, yep. him and Bryce Harper are best friends. I oh, see that's you know, big. He, you know, Chris Bryant really, really, really wanted uh, you know Bryce Harper to play you know, in Chicago. Maybe maybe he gets traded to Philly, and you know they they can they can play together for once. Yeah, yeah, fair for sure. Yeah, fair. All right, so let's go. Uh, let's go to second place here. A uh, team that we actually have quite a bit of fans for here in the Bay County area, which is surprising. But the St. Louis Cardinals made uh, huge offseason moves. Uh, obviously, bringing Yadier Molina back. Uh, Colton Wong's gone. But now they locked up in a uh, trade, which they sent like nothing. They sent absolutely nothing to Colorado. I think every other MLB team should be ashamed of themselves for not going and getting. Uh, this is just a, an absurd trade that any other team allowed to happen and you know what gets me is that we're about to talk about the reds here in a minute and if you were gonna move suarez from third base anyway and you could have gotten a deal like this done for pennies practically free no not even pennies they're getting they're getting paid to take arenado away from colorado like colorado is giving them not only arenado but like 50 million dollars of his salary am i wrong marcus you're the numbers guy here uh, I'll have to look as far as the trade detail goes, but they pretty yeah they literally Colorado pretty much paid St. Louis to have him. They're like, here you go. I think that his first two years Colorado is responsible for. I don't think St. Louis is responsible for paying anything until year three. It's it's wild. That trade that trade was wild to me. Usually, you don't see a lot of like if if a marquee player like Arnauto gets traded, it's usually cross conference, not in the same conference. That's just that was that was a wild trade, no doubt, no, no doubt. doubt. No I doubt. mean, um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I'm not even gonna talk about. It. I, I just is he <laughs> is he enough to push the Cardinals over the top? Absolutely, especially in the NL Central. It's too close. The Cubs didn't do anything. They actually lost one of their best pitchers. Uh, the Reds, holy shit, did they not do anything? Yeah, uh, the wait. Brewers. Oh, I can't wait. I can't believe uh, they're next. Uh, yes, D- does uh, Nolan Arenado make them a better team? I, I absolutely think about absolutely. those. Think about those corners. Think about those think, corners. When, yeah. when Paul, Goldschmidt Paul Goldschmidt is amazing first base. I mean, you know what? I could say this that the NL the NL Central is loaded down with some great first basemen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some Top great the bottom first basemen. Oh absolutely. I mean, even, even the Pittsburgh even Pirates, Pirates. Yeah. Even the Pirates with uh, Colin Moran over there. I mean, that, that I mean, who do the Brewers have at first base right now? Okay, never mind. So so everybody else except for the Brewers. Joey Votto. I mean, of course, you got Paul Goldschmidt, as we just mentioned. And then Anthony Rizzo. That might be the best uh, first baseman division in baseball. But uh, my answer to the question, is Nolan Arenado enough to push the Cardinals over the top? Easily. Easily. I mean, this is... They're the only team that did anything. Yeah. I mean, the problem I have with uh, Arizona... (laughs) I'm so used to talking about football uh, Football here. The problem I have with St. Louis right now is their pitching rotation. I mean, Flaherty's incredible. Wainwright, are you going to age? What are you going to get? Man. What are you going to get from him? And then from there, it's a complete drop off into just people that. I mean, we're avid baseball fans, but nobody here has uh, has below a four ERA. Yeah, I tell you what, though, um, if I'm not mistaken, this is the, the same individual I know last year, Alex Alex uh, Reyes. Um, he's he's a really really young player. 
but um he he throws the ball incredibly hard i mean i think he threw i think last year or or two years ago i think it was two years i think he threw like 104 105 mile fastball i mean just he threw it so hard that he had to be put on a 10-day il because he just he threw his arm out it was wild (laughs) i think when he he capped one at 106 at one point that's pretty unreal yeah, but mind you, have John Ross pulling his hamstring, running a four-two-two. I mean, <laughs> he literally—I think he his two seam was a hundred and two. Oh yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. Ri- that's ridiculous. But um, yeah, as you mentioned, their pitching staff is just—it's a little. I mean, but when you have the defense, the offensive, like the batting, that's you know, they're who they're going to have batting. They're, I mean, they can have a three, three and a half ERA and be fine. Right. Honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so let's um. What you got? I um I just have a question for you. I mean, being the Reds fan here. Okay. So, and I kind of already know the answer. We've already touched on it a little bit. But what did the Reds do to fix what was the worst st- statistical lineup in baseball? So I'm gonna Ooh. go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and prep everybody here because this is gonna be the first. Um, this is gonna be the first official obscenity on this show. Should we play oh, before, the true before crime? Before we do that, we gotta play the true, that, true I... crime tr- jingle. Can uh, before we do that though, can I read off the trade between the Cardinals and the Rockies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I would love that. Yeah. Okay, so the the Cardinals traded uh, pitcher Austin Gomber and infielder Mateo Gill. I'm reading right off of CBS Sports, so I apologize if it's you know doesn't not not starter reliever or anything like that. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mateo Gill was infielder. Infielder Alouris Montero, pitcher Tony. Losi and and pitcher Jake Somers. The Ooh. Rockies gave up Nolan Arnado in approximately fifty-one million dollars. <laughs> which well, by I the way, so much. they gave him they they gave him probably one of the best defensive third basemen we've probably seen in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. I mean he's I, been a gold glove every and, ever since he's been yeah, in the league. And he's a fun and he's probably top five as far as hitting goes as far as third baseman every year. And uh, they they literally gave they as far as the 51 million that covered the uh, 2021 and the 2022 season for him as well as the extra money in case there like it was like an opt out clause I don't know it's something weird in the in the books but anyways they paid enough to where they it covered every avenue for Arnado to the Cardinals it's like that's wild that's yeah. crazy that they, that they did that Colorado did that. Like, okay, I, I don't. It, it makes no sense. And and uh, I think only one of those prospects was like a top ten, like in their top ten. That was it. They're doing that. Get rid I mean, of it was Trevor's nobody. Just was, get rid exactly. Of I mean, he's what get a top twenty-five player, probably top he twenty. Is, and while we're on so it, Char- Charlie Blackman too. Get that man out. Yeah, of yeah, trade them all yeah, to the Braves. Yeah. Get them all out of there. It makes no sense for them to just hey. be wasting their talent in Colorado. But put Charlie Blackman on the Rays. You know, let's go ahead and get this this train rolling because Kevin Kiermaier is going to be on a sixty day IL anyways. We'll have a great replacement. I mean, if they're giving them away for free, why not, right? Yeah, free. Don't, don't <laughs> pay you to take them. Yeah, yeah. yeah if we're getting paid, that's a, that's the biggest problem. The Rays only make players make seven twenty five an hour. So you know can, what? Damn we, it, we, we need I, extra I'll money. take. <laughs> I'll take him. Yeah, no he could shit. just be my best friend. Yeah, and they could give me fifty million dollars. No, I'll just twenty five. <laughs> 25 million. Just yeah. give me 25. Yeah, I don't whatever. need 50. Whatever. No big he, deal. You can come work for me here at the studio. Yeah. It's fine. No big deal. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So the meet in two studio with the tri the, the tri tops and can play some Tuesday night recreational softball with you guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, give, call, us, give call, us a call, yeah, bud. Colorado give us a call. <laughs> yeah. So in, let's just see. 
Kyle, <laughs> what the Reds do? All right, so um, like I said, guys, I'm going to prepare you because there's there's no really other way to put this. I'm sure some people will get upset when I say this, but whatever. Um, jack fucking shit. The, I, honestly. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I what in God's... I mean, what the hell, man? The, the, the Reds were statistically, statistically speaking... The absolute worst lineup <laughs> in Major League Baseball last year, dude. They were horrible. They were god-awful. What did they do in the playoffs? Did anybody did everybody watch the playoffs here, right? Nick, you're a Braves fan. Tell me how many red, uh, how many runs did the Reds score in the, in the playoffs? As many words <laughs> as he just said. <laughs> what? Freaking zero. Zero. Not a damn run. Are you kidding me? Awful, right? So... What's the one thing the Reds did well last year? They were the best pitching staff in baseball. They were the number one pitching rotation in baseball with Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, uh, the National League Cy Young winner, Trevor Effin Bauer, who they just let walk. They offered him uh, $20 million, by the way. And what did he get paid? Uh, 40 But I think he would have stayed in Cincinnati if they would have offered him 30 did you spit out your? Did you what just do a spit take? Can we go to Marcus? Can we go to Marcus's screen here for a second? I, I got to see what he's looking that is like. That is absolutely disrespectful. You're, this, you guys have more money and salary and like revenue than the Rays does, and the Rays would have been like, "Well, at least give you twenty-one and a half." I I just don't twenty under million, and they also, and not only that. All right, so not only Trevor Bauer, but the fourth best pitcher on the Reds last year, which is. Not it's it's not a bad position to be in when you got Luis Castillo, Trevor Bauer, and Sonny Gray in front of you, the fourth best pitcher on the Reds. Anthony Desclafani, gone. Gone. They let him walk. They let him go. So where does this leave the Reds pitching rotation? Here's the projected starters. Luis Castillo, game one. Okay, that's cool. That's gonna get us about twenty wins this season. Yeah, but he's good for three runs a game. Like yeah, we're not we're not but, talking but, about that you're Degrom. Right. You're not talking about that Bauer. No, you're not talking about any of those guys. No, he's good. Exactly. He's good. he's going to give up about three six, three runs. Six innings. He's going to give six six or seven innings. Nine give up three runs. Nine Ks. Yep. Ten nine ten strikeouts. Okay. So you then you go to um then you go to Sunny Gray. Exactly the same. Probably more strikeouts. Maybe like two to three runs instead of three to four. Um, less innings. I think you know that's a six yeah. inning pitcher. Yeah. Um, but when you're not getting any god oh, okay. When you're not getting any, <laughs> yeah. we're okay with being explicit, but come yeah. on now. <laughs> yeah, that one's. The, whoa, I'm just getting fired up, man. I'm yeah. sorry. Like I can't, I can't not be angry. Atlas, about get this. over there and give him a massage. Yeah, come, come on, calm him come down a little my, bit. Come hit my shoulder. You can, you can, quick. you can cut your face out of the out of the uh, stream here. Yeah. By the way, I've rubbed my nose like ten <laughs> times on this live stream because I'm getting so mad, and that's hey, one of my. Can we like? Can we change the title of this episode to the love hate relationship of the Reds? There's no love. Like it's not even. It's not love right oh, no, now. It's, it's love because at the end of the day, you still support them. It's oh, I still support them, but it's it's just absolutely embarrassing, man. Um, but they were the, they were the worst statistical lineup in baseball last year, and they didn't do anything to fix that. They didn't do anything to get better. Um. You know what's crazy is y'all actually have some really good players. Too. And here's the and that was where I was gonna go next. And then I'll let you guys kind of talk about them for a second too. But um, the Reds have really good names on this roster. Yeah. I, and I'm hoping that maybe 60 games wasn't enough for them to get going last year because um, Jesse Winker, uh, outfielder, left fielder, had statistically his best season ever. I mean, he had uh, he he would think he hit like 296 last year, hit like 20 home runs. 
Now, that's pretty good. That's pretty good in a 60-game season. Uh, Nick Senzel's been battling injuries his whole career, but the kid's got a lot of talent. He And when he's healthy, he's a very good place hitter. I mean, he's one of those guys that'll – he's going to challenge for the lead in uh, stolen bases. Yeah, exactly. Fast. If he's healthy. Yeah. If he's healthy, if he for he sure. If he's healthy 162 games, yeah. 100%. Um, Joey Votto, we all know Joey Votto. I mean, former MVP – uh, the guy is also still playing at a pretty good level. Uh, if a universal DH was a thing, I, Joey Votto would be much more valuable than he is at this stage in his career. I was just about to say that. I, I do believe next year Joey Votto is going to be a, a force. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's still going to be good this we, year. Yeah, but. when we get the universal DH, so it's when yeah. Votto is going to be at his best. Uh, Eugenio <clears throat> Suarez hit 50 home runs the year before last, or 49 or something like that. It, he had a horrible season last year. So you got to you got to take into account that he's going to be better, and then you got the two guys that we brought in last season or last off season, uh, Nick Castellanos and Mike Mustakis, both pretty powerhouse players that had off seasons. So I'm hoping, I'm holding out hope that maybe this year, since the pitching's obviously obviously taking a big hit, that they're going to be a little bit better. You know what's funny about that too is that the year that you guys don't go to the playoffs, so two years ago, right. You pick, you go out and spend good money. Yeah, very good on money. Castellanos and Mustakis. Yeah, very good money. Uh, and then y'all go to the playoffs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't score a run. <laughs> Don't score a run. They, I mean, they didn't score a damn run, and uh, it's disappointing, man. And now, so uh, like I mentioned earlier when we were talking out talking about Arenado, uh, the Reds have moved things around to where Eugenio Suarez is going to play shortstop on opening day. Uh, Mike Moustakas can move over to third base where he is more comfortable. Like he won a World Series playing third base with the Royals. And then um, they're going to move Jonathan India, who is a big time prospect, uh, one of the highest touted prospects at one point to second base. But the thing that angers me is if, if we were willing to move Suarez to shortstop and teams were willing to move off third baseman like Arenado, why in God's name didn't the Reds jump on this? Marcus, um, I'm going to throw this to you, and I'm just going to listen unless you ask me a question. Um, what do you think about the Reds? I mean, y'all got to hit better. That's literally it. Uh, you can't depend on you know having your, I guess you call it, quote-unquote, best hitter, 37-year-old Joey Votto, who currently is on the IL, I, um, to, to, lead, to lead you guys in that direction. I mean, it's – you can't. I mean, I said uh, I wouldn't cut you off, but I have to say one more thing. Um, the Reds last year, 70% of their runs came off home runs. Hey, Tampa Bay Rays right there. That's just a stat that can't happen, in my opinion. Not in baseball. Yeah. I'm sorry, but baseball's changing. That is. is a stat that people are going after. They're already saying that a strikeout is just as good, bad, whatever, as a pop-out. A ground out. Strikeouts don't matter. So, right now, who gets paid the most money? I home mean, run hitters. all of baseball? Home run hitters. Yeah. If you can't hit home runs, like Joey Votto. Joey Votto gets paid a lot of money. Yeah. But does he get paid? $25 million. That's, that's nothing compared to the, the biggest home run hitters. And yeah. the reason he didn't surpass that 30 mil is because he's not a home run hitter. Well, he also got his contract in, like, 2014. So, right, I mean, but that, even I mean, before yeah. that, he wasn't a home run hitter. That was the whole thing that they were pissed off about was right. the fact that y'all were paying $25 million for a player for who a, doesn't hit that many home runs. For a place hitter, right. Yeah, which I love. I think Joey Votto is like that old school hitter that just gets up there and just, if, you, if you're going to shift on me, yeah. I'm going to get a base hit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, no, he's that kind of guy. Anyway, Marcus, back to you. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it's all about, like you said, y'all were in the postseason, didn't score one run. 
against the Braves that you can't do that. You can't go in the postseason and score one run. Their their starting rotation depleted. They lost, like you said, the the Cy Young winner in the in National League and Trevor Bauer. It, that that takes a major toll. And just look looking at the roster right now, I mean, we right now, like you said, you thought that Mike Mustakas was going to be playing third, and they haven't listed at second base. Um, I mean, Jesse Winker, you said he had a phenomenal season. Right now, he's not listed as a starter. According yeah. to MLP.com, he's not listed as, as the starting left fielder. I, I could just go ahead and end that for you, though. He's going to start. I mean, he could, but I just I it's not one of those things that they don't have a day one roster, so I just go based off of what I see. He probably could, right. though. He probably will. But, it, I mean, man, it's it's hard. It, the Rays and the Reds are more similar than we think. You know, money issues, cap issues. And I say cap issues, going against the bigger market teams. But you, you got to put runs on the board. The Rays and the Reds were the two top-tier team, or the two top-tier, the two teams that were very, very home-run dependent. Um, and baseball, you can't. You can't depend on just the home run ball. Hey, I want to. So they got to. They got to figure out other ways to do it. We got our first fan comment like during the live video. Uh, Josh Jones is his name. I don't think I've ever met him. I don't know if that's, anybody. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my buddy Josh. That's uh, Jake, our Detroit Lions fan that came on. Yeah, that's it. That's his brother. Okay, awesome. So he wants to know, uh, Marcus. I'll I'll kind of send this to you, and while Nick's talking, if you don't mind pulling it up, um, when is Joey Votto available for a new contract? Like when is when his... he? Oh, uh, four years from now. So when he's when he's going to be almost Come forty-one. On. Jesus, we're paying. He's going to be using so a walker. So you will be paying. So See, but I'll, I don't I'll think break. so though. Give him well without the universal DH. Give absolutely. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that look. I'm so sorry, but I don't know. I may boycott. I may boycott the MLB <laughs> next year if they do not pass the universal DH. Gotcha. So I'll tell you right I mean, now. Uh, so in 2022, he makes 25 mil. 2023, he makes 25 mil. 2024, he makes 20 mil. 2025 and he's 41 years old he'll be an unrestricted free agent by the way he has a full no trade clause as well so as most good luck getting rid of him <laughs> i don't think he, he does needs have, to he though. does have a buyout he does have a buyout option in 2024 um it's a seven million dollar buyout but it, then again who's going to pay to have a 40 million dollar pay a 40 year old player that pretty much at that time will only be like a dh right so he's pretty much gonna be a red for life and I, I hope you're prepared for that. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't, honestly don't. Just just like the next guy we're about to talk about, uh, Christian Yelich. Right. So, Marcus, honestly. What's up, man? What do you – so, with the Brewers, does Christian Yelich have to return to MVP form for this team to finally get back? I know they were in the playoffs last year, but they weren't They weren't shit. Let's just be – I mean, come Ooh, on. Another obscenity. <laughs> we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Well, we decide. You know what? We got excited because we're live on Facebook as well. So, yeah, I mean, this is it's been great. So, uh, but yes, what does what does Christian Yelich have to do? Give me give me a uh, you're our stats guy. Give me a statistical yeah. season that Yelich has to have for the Brewers to get back. Well, I'll tell you, in 2020, obviously, he played he played 58 games, but he only had 12 home runs. Um, That's a problem. Season. Yeah, season before that, he played 130 games, still not a full season. He had 44 home runs and 97 RBIs. Mm. Um, batting average was a 329. Uh, in 2018, he played 147 games, 36 home runs, 110 RBIs. The biggest problem he's been, has since he's been in Milwaukee, he hasn't played a full season, or at least up to you know as close as possible. He never played a full season, but uh, with the Marlins, 144, 126, 155, 156. So 
about as close as you can get. He's dealt with some injuries. But the question that you asked, does he have to be at MVP caliber for them to be there? Absolutely. A hundred percent. If you could sit here and name me a couple guys that might be able to carry besides Christian Yelich, name me a couple because I can't. It's one of those things when a, when a franchise superstar player carries a team or does it successful, the morale and the ability for the other players increase. It, it's really it's really great. Um, the pitch, the starting starting rotation for Milwaukee is not that great. They're starting their day one a potential guy is Brandon Woodruff. I bet the three of us. I mean, maybe Kyle, considering this is his division, we don't know who that is. I, I mean, I know. Um, I was about to say NL. NL is going to know who that is. We play yeah, all these but, teams anyway. But from, yeah, yeah. But as far as I mean, but but as far as another top tier guy in that team, Josh Hader, their closer. I mean, he's a bad man. He is a phenomenal closer. Um, other than that, I mean, they got they got Colton Wong from from St. Louis, uh, which uh, that surprised me and Kyle more than I th- we thought. That, yeah, you know, I, d- I didn't. Um, I, I I don't know how this slid under the radar to me, but I guess this is because Colton Wong, while he is um, one of the best defensive second basemen in baseball right now, I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah. he's not a very good hitter. Yeah, I mean, they got some decent hitters. They got Lorenzo Cain, Jackie Prado Jr. is not too bad. Uh, Avisel Garcia was a really great hitter with the Rays. Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure how he did last year with uh, with Milwaukee. Um, but as far as needing somebody to basically lead it off and be the be the guy that everyone needs, you know, in clutch moments and things like that, Christian Yelich has always been that guy, even when he was in Miami. And they need him more than ever this year to capitalize and for, for Milwaukee to be on top like they were before. I, I agree with you. I think that uh, – I, I can say this, just, just a little hot take or whatever, but I think Jackie Bradley Jr. might be the second best player on that team this year statistically. Mm, really? I, I really do. a big signing. Right behind, right behind Yelich, and I have a feeling he's going to put up great numbers. I mean, when he was with the Red Sox, mm-hmm. he was a good player, but – yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys that got to have the spotlight shined on him a little bit. I think that's why he went to Milwaukee. He can be that guy. Right. It, he, he doesn't have to be the best, but he can be top two. I mean, he's right there with Lorenzo. I mean, that outfield is actually dangerous. That's, that's a, a lot really of speed. It is, and I actually think um, I'm gonna. I mean, my bold prediction on Milwaukee right now would be that Lorenzo Cain's gonna have a big year. Oh yeah, I've been waiting on this year from him for a long time. Like I, I've, I keep watching him, and I, and obviously being a Reds fan, we play against these guys thirty times a year. So I get to see a lot of Lorenzo Cain. The dude's got talent. I'm just waiting for him to take that next step, and I think it. I think it's going to be this year. Yeah, so. absolutely. So let's said, go uh, for the 2020 season. Obviously, he played 55 games. Jackie Bradley Jr. had um, seven home runs and 22 RBIs. I don't think he started very many games, but he did come in and play. Or he just wasn't that same guy with that talent, and like he was in Boston. But they've got some really good outfielders. Just, just their pitching is just it's pretty awful. See, uh, we got another comment here on the Facebook Live. Seth Walker, what's up, Seth? Thanks for watching, bro. We're, we're getting some comments here. This is this is my this is why I wanted to go to Facebook. That's exactly right. This is why I wanted to go to Facebook. But listen, we got a uh, he wants he says that Kane uh, Lorenzo Kane is going to have a breakout year as well, and I, I'm glad somebody else feels that way. All right, um, so we got to talk about Pittsburgh, and then we need to get this episode moving along. Um, Pittsburgh, pretty cut and dry. Uh, what can they do to get closer to being competitive? I'm just going to give sign, you a short answer. Sign a bunch of players. Yep, uh, that's my short answer. I mean, I have nothing really for um, nothing really for Pittsburgh. <laughs> just sign anybody you can. But I mean, I mean the good thing for them is they might not finish last because the Reds are a shit show. 
You know what? I would love to laugh at that statement, but it's, it's depressing. True. I didn't even smile. <laughs> it's actually a, a really good point. I mean, Kyle did tell us that he's on a a, a couple of Reds Facebook pages. Oh yeah, Dude, you're gonna, gonna get ripped alive. Yeah, tomorrow. I'm gonna get kicked <laughs> out. You're gonna get ripped alive. Yeah, I'm gonna get kicked out of these. But, um, so uh, when you get kicked out of the entire fan base for good, what team are you joining? Because it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, probably the Braves. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Nobody likes the Rays, Marcus. Yeah, Nobody. Yeah, everybody likes the Braves, but then they always have this real unrealistic expectation. They think they're going to go to the oh, World Series. You know what? Everybody that does the, that everybody reminds does me of a team. Are they the Dallas Cowboys of the uh, Major League Baseball? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. No, that reminds me just of the Cowboys and every no, one of their fans. But that's, that's that's actually the Yankees because everybody thinks the Yankees are like America's team in baseball. But, you know, unrealistic <laughs> expectation, a lot of star power, don't actually do anything. That's fair. You know? The Dallas Cowboys yeah. of the Major League Baseball. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. Fellas, go check out Beach Barbers located at 2914 Thomas Drive here in beautiful Panama City Beach right across the street from Christo's Bar and Grill. Your visit will include a haircut, an invigorating shampoo, hot leather neck shave, and a relaxing neck and shoulder massage. All in a newly renovated laid-back atmosphere with no appointment necessary. Additional services are available as well. All you have to do is ask them and they will do whatever you need. Also, the best part, free beer Friday. Everybody likes free beer. Make sure you get over there, ask for Holly, and ask for the right on special. Oh, man. At some point, somebody has got to tell me what the right on special is. I don't think we, I, st I still can't believe uh, that we haven't figured this out. I don't know. I feel, I feel like, you know what, with you being the guy, I mean, your name's on this and everything. The guy. The guy. I mean, the, the head of the table, the tribal chief. <laughs> at some point you got to figure this out yeah it's probably gonna be on me i got a guy for that though atlas go get your hair cut tomorrow and figure out what the hell the right on special dude for is. real bro for you're, all of us please go get a little rough haircut tomorrow. yeah and then when that if when that when he does find out if it's good all three of us can go at the same time <laughs> hey there we go you know what jessica i hope you're listening because i'm gonna grow up my hair until marcus comes <laughs> until in spiders April. and yep. then we can all go together yep that, that'll be yeah. fun. That'll be a fun not day. not even going to shave. I'm not going to do anything. Everybody who knows me knows I can't grow facial hair anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I don't think they do Brazilians there, so you gotta, <laughs> you're you kind of SOL on that, uh, on the other stuff. All right, so um, we've reached a part of the show where we're going uh, to talk here about our standings for the 2021 season and how we think each team is going to finish. Um, 162 games this season. So I'll go scary first. for the Reds. Yeah, scary for the Reds. <laughs> I want. We're gonna go around the table. We're gonna go five. We'll, we'll all give our five. We'll give our four. Then our three, and then we'll do our one and two simultaneously. Kind of cool. Cool. Like what's and then what separates our uh, one and two? Uh, so I'll start here, and then I'll kick it over to Marcus. I got number five, the Pittsburgh Pirates. I, I just, I, this team's boring to me. They don't have a lot of firepower um, outside of Colin Moran. They don't have a lot of home run hitters, and I think even he's only projected to hit about 18 this year. Gregory Polanco can hit some shots, but come on now. How old is he, like 70 years old at this point in his career? Um, I got I got the Pirates at number five. Marcus, we'll go to you, and then we'll keep the same rotation. So I, I was trying to find something with, with the, the division, and I want to throw this little, like, I guess you say bit in real quick before I say my fifth, which is obviously the Pirates. 
so I just want to throw out the talent that left the National League Central when we go wins above replacement, 44.2. Okay. Mm. Now I want this this one you're gonna laugh at. I know. The talent that joined the National League Central, six point six. But Nolan Arenado himself was six point nine. Oh man, so the rest of it's awful. The rest of it was negative zero point three. So oh. technically, the rest of the division got worse, and the re- and the the Cardinals got better. <laughs> That's wild. Um, but fifth is going to be Pittsburgh. They're, it's not only are they boring, uh, they just there's no fire for them to compete. I feel like this team's going to be tanking for years until they eventually find somebody like another Andrew McCutcheon and then just kind of build around it. But right now, I don't know anybody who's a superstar on that team or a potential all-star. I mean, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, I'm sorry, but your team's probably going to be in contention with, you know, one of the worst teams like the Orioles. You guys are going to be the Orioles of the National League for years. Yeah, no doubt. I have the the Pirates at uh, number five as well. I mean, <clears throat> no, yeah, it was close between <laughs> my next team. <laughs> but, but, I mean, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that close. But honestly, it's not close at all. If if the Pirates win fifty games, I would be I I'd let Kyle slap me. I actually have the Pirates down for forty and one twenty two this year. Ooh. Oh my! Ooh. Wow! Hey. Is that is that is that the is that statistically the worst in I, Major League history? I had uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, I had so. I think I had Baltimore being at like thirty eight wins for, to forty wins as well. So. I just don't think Pittsburgh. I mean, what did they do? They got rid of uh, Chris Archer. I mean, the, both the Marte brothers have been gone for a while now. Um, they just don't have anything that excites me there. They just don't. The most, as far as you're talking about losses, again, we're not counting teams that were over 150 years old. Um, Detroit Tigers in 2003 lost 119 games. Ouch. So this will be the worst team ever. If I okay, so maybe I need to no, check, check on not, that. No, well, the Cleveland Spiders in eighteen ninety nine lost one hundred and thirty four. We don't count that. And then the Mets in sixty two lost one hundred and twenty. So okay, take it how you want with that. All right, so our number fours. I'll go first. I guess I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Whoa, oh. what a shocker! I, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. my bad. Uh, I mean, from from a playoff team to just absolute dumpster fire this year. uh, The Cincinnati Reds coming in at number four for me. I have them at 59 and 103. Um, I think they're going to trade Sonny Gray at some point this season and or uh, Luis Castillo as well. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I just don't know what you can go get that you don't freaking have. I mean, you have studs at every position that are just underperforming. I mean, I think that's fair to say. They have studs. I mean, I think they could probably get another big-name outfielder. But other than that, man, I have no, I have very, very little hope for the Reds this year. Yeah, I have the Reds down for fourth as well. And the the biggest thing is, is because you know, Castellanos, another actual DH. That's that's going to be the biggest problem. I mean, they went out and got an outfielder that really needs to be a DH. I mean, he came from the AL. His defensive s- skills are basically non-existent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not uh, not sold on him. Um, I don't think it's going to be as bad as what Kyle has written down here, 59 and 103. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they're going to – I think they'll win 68 games. Okay. I think right. they'll, and, and honestly, I think most of those are going to come away from the Brewers and the Cubs. I have a feeling that the Cardinals aren't going to lose to the NL Central very much at all. All right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Marcus, what you got? 
I got the Reds here too. I, I got them winning 64 games. Um, so, like you said, somebody's gonna get traded. Somebody might get hurt. I hate to throw like I hate to be the guy that like does this and assumes like injuries, but you have to be realistic. Realistic. You know, they played a 60 game season last year. Now they're gonna go to 162 games. There's gonna be a lot of injuries. Yeah, it's I think just, so. Or if not injuries, they're gonna start seeing players request to like sit a lot. So they should have MLB should have like gradually made 162, not 60, then 162. Maybe this year it should have done like 120, 130. Maybe that's one point. I don't know. But all right. So on the number three, yeah, I think here's here, here soon is when it's going to start getting a little bit interesting. Ooh. All right. Uh, I can just tell we're coming in for one of Marcus's garbage takes. Yeah. We're, we're we're about to land. Do we have another ad we can throw in and just not <laughs> tell Marcus? <laughs> no, because I, I know I I know I don't think that. These top three, I think all of us are going to have something different. I, I think this is going to be like where it gets fun. It's not going to be a guarantee like, okay, this team's first, move on to the next division. This team's first, move on to the next division. See, I, I just think that mine are right and y'all's are dog shit, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, well, that's very oh okay. Nice that says the guy wearing the Florida polo that lost to uh, Oral. Next. Oh, or lose? <laughs> he lost to Oral. Oral. Robert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, my goodness. Next. But so did Ohio State. A uh, little fun fact for everybody here. Oral Roberts ended the runs of Florida and Ohio State. That is a feat last accomplished by Urban Meyer. So I would laugh at that, but one, you told it earlier. and I didn't tell it, it on the show. But you read it <laughs> off of Facebook, and yeah. you did not shout out who you oh, read it from. I don't I freaking remember who it was. You should be very disappointed. Who am I going to shout out? That was not your own joke. That was not your own Who am I going to shout out? That was not your own joke. None of these are our own jokes. The Reds aren't my own joke, but I wear their shirts. <laughs> <laughs> my That's gosh. Great. All right, so on to my third-place team. I have the Milwaukee Brewers coming in at number three. Uh, 75 and 87. I don't think Yelich is enough. I don't think they have enough. Um, unless Lorenzo Cain has this big year that I've been talking about, that I've been hoping for and expecting. I mean, that might get him to up to 80 wins. But I still think the I think the the National League is going to be a little bit tougher this year than people think, and the Brewers are going to have a tough season. So 75 and 87, and I'll kick it to you, Marcus. So between the one, two, and three, I got I got each of them between the first and third, uh, between four and a half games. Um, I've got the Brewers third. Um, I do think that there is a possible chance that both the second and third place in this division make it to the postseason. I think there's a very good, ch there's a possible chance for that. But so both the wild card spots coming out of this division. I think, I think absolutely so. no way in hell. Oh my God, no way. Not with the, yeah, not with no the, you know, way. Not with next week's division. Oh my God, come on. I mean, you one got, of them's got to come out of the uh, out of the West. Yeah, one you of got them the Padres yeah. and the Dodgers, and then you got four teams in the NL East. That's fair. I do. And then I the do Braves. My statement. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was I was just thinking like, okay, you know, you put that in there. Nah, that, no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, you're right. The Brewers are gonna be third. Um, it's gonna be really hard for them to rely on Yelich. I did say that he does have to play like an MVP caliber season. He'll probably have to play his best season yet, and he probably won't have to. He probably can't miss no more than twelve games, and then you know for them to even have a chance. I agree. So I agree. I have I have the Brewers at three as well. I mean, so as of right now, we're we're all we're all right there with each other. <laughs> yeah, I might be. I might just be dumb on this one. We might all have the same exact thing. Kyle, do you have somebody you know in Chi Town second? I. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Do. Oh, no. So, no, no way. Is that same. really the way it yeah. worked out? Okay, we so we all no. three have this, uh, and so I'll start and I'll tell you why. So I don't even get to talk about the Brewers. Whatever. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Why do you have to say about the Brewers? Go ahead. Nothing. Go, no, they're, no, gonna no, get, no, they're gonna no, get. They're gonna get third. I threw that little like that little you know like I poked that both teams in the wild card were gonna be from this division, and Nick just blew up. Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me, man? Are you? Oh, now we're playing. Now we're playing. Playing with accents now. The first time I'm ever going to meet you is going to be next month. And I swear, I swear. Oh, man. I might just get a, just a, a Cobra Kai slap straight to the damn face. Ooh, no mercy. <laughs> no mercy. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy. Oh, my God. That, that was so damn funny. That was great. What's your piece on the Milwaukee there, uh, Sir Nicholas? They're gonna get third. <laughs> I think. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think they'll be lucky to get over five hundred. Eighty-one and eighty-one. I'm just gonna call it five hundred. Eighty-one and eighty-one. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty I fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty I had seventy-five and eighty-seven for the record. Just a couple games under five hundred. I think just Jackie Bradley Jr. brings them up. That's that's just. No, yeah, I think I mean, that outfield fair. is is insane. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good outfield, but that infield is really not great. No. <laughs> so, um, all right. So number one and number two, I have I have St. Louis finishing in first place at ninety-two and seventy. Um, six games separating them from number two oh. with the Chicago Cubs at eighty-six and seventy-six. Um, not enough to get that second wild card spot, but definitely, um, definitely going to be two solid teams. I think the separator here is at Air, uh, Arizona. Jesus, we've been talking way too much NFL. Um, the separator here is at St. Louis is just more powerful, man. I mean, yeah. I, I, I do think they need to make a trade um, at some point and go out and get another pitcher. And I don't know if that comes in, uh, you know, comes into play with maybe. I mean, maybe Zach Greinke can get moved by uh, Arizona. Not Ari is he? He's still in Arizona, right? Zach Greinke. Oh, he's with Houston. Houston. Yeah, that's what Houston. I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. Um, that's where he started. Like he hasn't been in Arizona in like twelve years. I still got Arizona on the mind. But no, uh, maybe maybe St. Louis can make a trade for someone like him. Or I mean, there's other guys out there that are going to be on the market. So, I mean, if if St. Louis can go out and get one of those guys. Then I mean this is absolutely going to be the separator, and I think they need to. But I still think ninety-two and seventy wins this division. And Marcus, I'll throw it to you. Yeah, I've got I've got St. Louis one, and then Chicago two, and it might be a little different. It depends on you know, I always my take with obviously them getting rid of Chris Bryant. Um, but if Chicago is extremely hot, I don't see them getting rid of him. But I think because of they're going to think long term. Um, they know they need to win the division. They may not. They may think they may not have enough firepower for it. They may just go ahead and get rid of them, and they're just kind of rolling to the next season. Hopefully, get some prospects. But St. Louis is uh, so their biggest threat is their starting their starting five. They're de defensively, their their team is great. They, they're one of the best defensive teams in Major League Baseball last year. They have one of the best, if, you know, all time one of the top tier all time catchers in Yadier Molina. Um, his hitting is not the, his hitting isn't his strongest suit. Never has really has been, but he's a phenomenal, phenomenal catcher. But um, you know, they got the best corners in baseball as yeah. far as a pair goes. I mean, can't really argue that. That's pretty undisputed. Uh, yeah. So, and they've they've got a really good team. It's just if can they pitch, you know, to to be in contention, you know, to represent the National League in the World Series? Can can they do that? It. My answer is no. So, like you said, let's see if they go and get a pitcher out there to push it a little further. 
Uh, I mean, there's who knows? Chris Archer might suck for Tampa, and we might get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? But and also, who knows that somebody can just pick their nose right there on live Facebook? Yeah, I did it. (laughs) I did it, dude. It was. I was hoping that maybe it would have switched by then. (laughs) No. And I even gave it a couple seconds. If you notice, after Marcus started talking and my producer let me down, dude, I had, dude, I had the worst. Jessica just texted me and let me know. (laughs) I had the worst itch possible all the way up in there, dude. All but the way I, I up in there. You were picking that thing like you were getting a COVID. Oh, it wasn't no I mean, pick. It wasn't no pick. But I definitely shoved my big fat ass pinky up <laughs> like and scraped my brain one time. No, I'm not gonna lie. That was. I'm, I mean, I'm really glad <laughs> yeah. that that happened, and I'm glad that hey, I. Hey, we're human. We are human. We are human. <laughs> and uh, I sneeze into the camera like that would have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really pick my nose, guys, but uh, I definitely scratched my brain, and that's the but, easiest access point. But so. um, yeah, I think that they're going to go after a, a pitcher in the Ameri- like so whoever somewhere in the American League, it it won't be in the National League. It's it, that's just not going to happen. Um, maybe from I I can't read the lips. By the way, Nicholas, I can't read lips. I'm, we're just going to have to go ahead and throw that out. We we need to have a little notepad that we can pass back and forth. Yeah, that we, we can do. write on. We do, we do. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm I'm right with there with you guys. I I do have um. The Cardinals at number one with more wins than 92, though. Hmm. I think that with two teams, well, with two teams going 45 and 59 wins, right? They're gonna they're gonna take a lot of wins from those two bottom teams, and I have a feeling that the Cardinals are gonna be able to beat the Brewers. I mean, just about every time, 60, 75 percent of the time, and the Cubs are gonna be the only team that can really compete with the Cardinals. I wonder how useless some people are when it comes to like projecting like teams win in the division. Yeah, I saw. I just I just saw something that said seventeen. It was like one of the broadcasts or you know like the analysts or whatever. Seventeen percent predicted that the uh, that the Brewers are going to win the division. (laughs) Really? So really? Yeah. yeah. See, see, this is why I think this is why we started this was basically. I mean, anybody can do it if that dumbass can pick the Brewers. Yeah. No, Us dumbasses can do something else. I think about it, and that's why we're gonna like do some NFL draft stuff on this show very soon. Because I mean, if these idiots, when is the last time Mel Kiper got a first round correctly? I hate the name drop him, but when's the first? Uh, yeah, when's the last time? No. When's uh, and people pay for that shit. People pay ESPN Plus a lot of money to read this garbage that McShay and Kiper put out every year, and they're never right. The most accurate NFL mock draft that I read is this. Jabroni named Walter Football. He's a freaking nobody, and he's the most accurate one that I can find every year. Hmm. Um, little shout out to you. Yeah, didn't go twenty. That was just a little shout out. Uh, never mind. No, okay. Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Somebody's out there watching. I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. It's Rut Daniels. It's funny. I don't know. Uh, is he talking about me picking my nose again? Because I mean, that <laughs> seemed to be a pretty hot subject for a minute with people on your phone. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. We're going to be back on, uh, obviously, this episode will drop. The audio copy will drop tomorrow on our um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, mo- more than likely on our YouTube page within the next 48 hours as well. So be looking for that. We have a YouTube page now. Go follow us uh, right oh. on network. What you got? Uh, I didn't know that we had a YouTube page. So Yep, yep. I got to start pushing that out. So uh, go find our YouTube page. Go give us a follow. Uh, subscribe to us. And uh, thank you guys, as always, for listening. We're going to be back live stream and hopefully on sunday and then of course we will do our uh the audio for that one will be up monday not sure what we're going to talk about yet but 
and we're, we're going to send out a time as well. So because we're going to start sending out times a couple of days before. Yeah. Ab- about what time we're going to be li- going live. Absolutely. Something we got to we'll do. Da- we'll talk football on Sunday. So no probably doubt. more free agent, probably more free agency stuff. Um, it's kind of slowed down since last week, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been. Uh, but there's still some big things that have happened. There, there's more questions on the table. There's. I mean, we got some uh, quarterbacks that have signed big names all over the place. So, yeah, Um, we'll talk to you guys then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching.